0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my coach, Jordan, today, and a very special guest. We got Io from Rayod Films on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Super excited to have you on today. We got three uh, content creators on to Go ahead and talk about all NFL content, you know, Broncos, Ravens, NFL, everything today. Super excited to get this little uh, kind of NFL version of the episode, not so much just Broncos, really. I know some of you guys have been asking for that. Um, We got Io today, you know, a Ravens fan down there to just talk about the Ravens and Broncos today. Super excited to get it going, man. But how, how are you doing today, bro? Doing well, thank you. Thank you for the invite. Excited to get going. Of course, okay. of course. Yeah, so obviously, um if you guys don't know Rayout Films, obviously 277,000 followers on TikTok, 91,000 on Instagram, 177 subscribers. <laughs> uh some thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um you obviously you got your name out there and it's really it's really inspiring and cool to see what you're doing on social media and all your you know content creating. Um just wanted to say you know big fan of what you're doing over there on all those platforms. Keep keep killing it. Um so obviously uh like I mentioned you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. It's um you know, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster for both Broncos and Ravens fans this year, especially with uh, all the quarterback talk about Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. You know, from a Ravens fan like yourself to the Broncos, we definitely know what it's like to, you know, uh, see you know see the criticism of our uh, starting quarterbacks, um, especially from NFL fans and you know the media. Um, but my I, my first question for you on today's episode is kind of. Um, You know, what what, what has it been like to see, you know, your quarterback just take loads and loads of criticism from fans all around the NFL – and to see Russell Wilson, you know, take that kind of criticism as well from the Broncos standpoint here, Broncos country. I know Russell Wilson, it's more because of, you know, the corniness and the the poor quarterback play. And, you know, Lamar, it's more so because of, you know, the questions with injuries and more so, the you know, the non-belief in his abilities and, you know, the doubters. Because right now there's questions with Lamar and but Russ, it's more based off of, you know, what, you know, we've seen in the past. What has it been like, you know, seeing, you know, these two different situations? that quarterback play out
1: yeah it's been tough because both lamar and russ are like top three of my favorite quarterbacks but with lamar nice. like yeah it's pretty it's pretty tough because he was playing an mvp level and then you know the injury happened and then like everyone was turning on him like you know he just signed the deal what's going on so i don't know i don't know what's going on there but i don't really know i feel like the hate is really based on just his play style to begin with because i remember when he came into the yeah. league It's like, oh, he's a running back. He can't throw past 10 yards. He proved that by, you know, throwing the most touchdowns in the season. He led the league in 2019. So, you know, he already proved that. But, you know, there's still going to be haters and stuff. So it is what it is. But with Russ, like, it's it's crazy, too, because, like, you know, he's been dominating in Seattle. And then he kind of had a rough patch in in Denver. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody turned on him. Like, I understand you, like, getting mad about, like, his play and stuff. But like when they attack his character and stuff like that, like that's what I didn't understand, you know, because he has his own personality and everything. If you think it's corny, that's fine. But you shouldn't really just like turn on him like that
2: yeah i'm not gonna lie it's crazy because you see like when he was in seattle and he was playing well they were making the playoffs and everything he's throwing all these touchdowns he gets all this praise and they put him on a high pedal stool and then like it's like as soon as he started playing bad they attacked every aspect of his life you know his marriage they start talking about him in future then they start talking about his leadership in the locker room and just it, it's bad man and like the to go back what you said about lamar yeah lamar just gets strictly hate just off his play style i mean that's just pretty much what it is to me. I think Lamar's top five. I mean, especially this season, we've seen his accuracy the way he throws the football. It's gotten better since you know he first came into the league and everything. It's just it's crazy to me that both of those guys get hate, but it, like you said, it's definitely stemming from just the way they play. They're you know scrambling, like to get out the pocket, make a lot of throws on the run. It's just it's terrible.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, I love Lamar personally. He's, all, you know, absolute beast. Um, really, I'm really happy for you guys. Honestly, that you got a guy like Lamar, and obviously, with uh, you know, the whole money thing going around right now, we're seeing a little bit of a. Me and Jordan were just talking, you know, a little a few minutes ago about all the Atlanta Lamar Jackson potential. Yeah. Um, you know, them teaming up there. Um, I see him shaking his head down there. I would love for him to stay in Baltimore. You, that's absolutely the best, you know, possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for you guys down there, I would, you know, hate for you guys to have to move on from him, you know, especially after he got drafted. He said he promised. Um, that he um, that he would bring a Super Bowl to the city of uh, Baltimore. Um, he, you know, he said, believe that. So I, I would love I would love to see him live up to his uh, promise there to the Baltimore Ravens fan base. Um, yeah, Lamar a beast, man. He, he deserves the absolute best. And the criticism is definitely um, not deserved. And, you know, NFL fans, you know, they're some of the craziest fans out there. So, um, you know, right there with NBA fans and it. it it's honestly just when you see a, a guy at the top of their game you're you're more than expected you know once you have a, a down you're a down gamer even you're dealing with injuries or you know like lamar's situation you're you, you want a bag you know you deserve it um you know it it just won't always you know go in the way of the favor of you know some fans no nobody's all you know ever going to agree about you know, one thing or another. But um, I want to talk about, uh, obviously, um, you know, before we got you on this podcast, I was look, looking a little bit at your uh, YouTube, and uh, I saw one of your videos that popped off, got 3.9 million views. Uh, it, it was the um, the video about uh, uh, you know, NFL games or NFL game winners that get increasingly more clutch. Um, I actually saw that I had actually watched that video without knowing it was you before we got you on this podcast. So I saw the little, the little red line showing that I've already watched it. Um so I thought that was pretty fire and then I also saw that Flight reacts reacted to it. That's insane. Congratulations on that. That's one of the biggest, you know, sports content creators in the, you know, in the world, yeah. not even just in general. So that that's that was really cool to see. Um but yeah, that's a fire video, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I get that a lot where like people have seen my content but they don't know who's behind it, who's behind yeah. it. So But yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, a little funny story I Amir. Mean, I I didn't tell you um It was crazy because my friend sent me one of his videos. It was like one day, like I think at the start of this semester or whatever, he sent me like one of his videos and I was like, that's crazy. And I was just, you know, going through your page and I was like, oh, he goes to UH. And I swear the funniest thing was the next morning, like I'm walking to the dining hall and I see him and I'm like, what is, I'm thinking like, I'm like, I know him from somewhere. And I pointed at him and that's when I met him and everything like that. And yeah, we kind of hit on, yeah, it was cool. Um, but to talk about that, you know, I told him I was going to talk, you know, ask him this, you know, I want us to, you know, I want you to tell tell us a little bit about yourself um, and why you chose to start posting sports content. You know, like what's kind of your goals and everything?
1: Yeah. So um, I've always kind of like, like, like videography and stuff like that. So I used to make like, like video, like I used to have like my careers and stuff like that in uh, 2K and Madden and stuff. I used to make like highlight reels and stuff like that even before that I used to make like Lego movies and stuff. So I've always kind of been into it, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like start taking it seriously, like till like June, 2021, because I posted like on TikTok, like two videos. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't much. It was some some two Madden videos and they got like the next morning, they got like 30 K. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. So then like I, to be honest, I saw that, like, if you get to 10 K followers, like you can be monetized, so you can make money. So I was like, okay, That's fine. And I was already having fun with it, too. So from that day on, I posted like two times, two times a day. And then also just like, you know, you know, like just researching like the best ways to make videos. And I started off with Madden videos then NFL mic'd up, then like edits, then in real life football, like just branched off from there. So, yeah, it's been a good journey. I mean, like now, like I'm really just trying to like, you know, kind of get my face out there. So like people know me like mm-hmm. instead of just like throughout films like the creator mm-hmm. so i'm just like making a lot of like irl content there's a lot of good uh some v- youtube videos of myself like i just posted one the other day and there's a lot of youtube videos that's gonna be me like in front of the camera and stuff like that soon so yeah yeah it's yeah that, that's really like the direction in my journey
2: yeah man angle that's awesome definitely do that bro because i'm not gonna lie you you already there it's so just you know just get yourself out there man for real just put your face out there
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I I always tell people I love I love networking. That's like the perfect way for you to you know get your voice out there, get yourself out there. Um, that you know that's that's how people are gonna find out who you are. You know, um, these you know mic'd up videos are you know great and. Um, you know all, all these NFL videos and I want to kind of get your opinion on this as well because you know as a content creator you got to help but notice that you know short film content you know YouTube shorts TikToks it's taking over the world it's taking over you know all of the internet it's it's kind of insane to be honest like people would rather you know go through these loops of watching 10 15 20 second videos over and over again rather than sitting down and watching like a 10 15 minute <laughs> video these days yeah. and it's, it's like getting a lot of people money it's, it's kind of insane you got TikTokers making little 10 second skits that are getting the millions of dollars so yeah it, i want to get your kind of thoughts on that you know i've seen mr beast talk about it and you know he's one of the you know brightest you know most successful genius content creators of all time he's talking about how where he, he thinks that youtube shorts are one of the biggest you know um gateways to success on you know on the internet nowadays i want to get your kind of your, uh, your your thoughts on you know short film content how it's taken
1: off yeah um it's pretty interesting because i really think like tiktok when it Blew off like fall 2019. Like it was something that like you didn't really see. Like maybe it was Vine, but you know it wasn't. It it wasn't there anymore. So it was really cool. And then you know YouTube Shorts started, then IG Reels, and then they also have Facebook. And there's a really big opportunity because everybody's watching it. And then also the three companies that are making it like TikTok, uh, Instagram, and YouTube. They're all like competing against each other, trying to give like the most money to creators and and everything. So. It's there's a lot of like opportunity from like this year and next year it's really really big so yeah it's just it's just cool how everything uh, like evolves and like i literally just got onto this like wave like right when it was starting to kick off so that's that's cool too
2: yeah yeah i gotta agree starting like with me um with me, I started uh, around this time last year and everything like that. Like I was just in college, you know, just a normal college student and I knew I wanted to be a sports analyst and that's just one of my goals. And I'm just like, man, I'm not really doing, I'm in college, like I'm just hanging with friends, like parties and everything. I'm like, man, I I need to do something. So I decided to start, like start a sports page and stuff like that. and, And I started looking at other creators and like, you were one of the guys, like I looked at, you know, pages and stuff. I was like, man, I need ideas. Like, what should I start doing? And it's kind of similar with you, like, you know, like I took it serious, you know, when I first started but I'm like, man, I don't know if this is gonna go anywhere. You know, your confidence my confidence was real low. And then like I went, I, m- I remember I, I made a video, posted it, and I went, I went and hooped for like four hours. And then like um I got through hooping and I checked my phone and it was at like 50k. And I was like, holy shit, I was like, whoa, I was like okay, bad. I was like, I'm going to just start posting a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, that started, man. But yeah, it, right now, man, it's the perfect time to get it start going because they just like, they, they trying to throw our money to people and ticks. everybody's on TikTok. Like people can say, man, I don't be on TikTok like that, man. They're, they're capping. Everybody be on TikTok. Yeah. Everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's on um IG. It's just, it, it's a great time, man, for real.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And like that feeling that you said, yeah, it's the best feeling. I remember when that first happened, like I literally posted at like 8 p.m. and then next morning I woke up and I was like, my phone was like going crazy. I was like, what? It was at like 30k and I've never seen that before. So yeah, like
2: like another like great feeling. Like it's like, I remember when my first video hit like a million views. Like I yes. remember, like you, like you never expected to be like what it is. It, it man, it's it's yeah. a great feeling, man. I'm not gonna lie. Anybody who's watching this podcast, think about starting their own stuff, man. Do it. It's it's a good feeling.
1: Yes, 100 to start. It's you know if you have that dedication, you should definitely do it. It's it's a lot of fun. Just creating, yeah. it's a lot of fun.
2: It is, man. I, I and the thing was like at first, like. Like, I I change up my content a lot. Like, I was starting to do edits and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, this is taking too long. Like, me editing a video was taking, like, four, like, three hours or something like that. I'm like, man, I got to do something else. So, in the summer, I changed my content. And then it got fun. Like, I was posting, like, two, three times a day. Videos was doing good. I'm gaining followers. I'm like, man, this shit is fun. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, why would you not want to try this, you know, this thing out? Cause everybody always talks about, you know, Oh, I posted a, you know, a video or two and it didn't do great. Cause you can't give up that early, man. Yeah. It's not going to be a over, over the night, you know, first day thing, you know, those, you know, blowing up and those sensations, um, th- they may happen overnight sometimes like, you know, I was talking about, but it does take hard work. It does take dedication. It's going to take time. That's, that's the biggest thing. got to be patient and, you know, got to be hardworking, dedicated to that. Cause I mean, that's, that goes for literally anything. You can't just, like, you know, try one thing one day and expect to love it and do it for the rest of your life you know you gotta get, you know give it time and work hard for what you want basically so yeah for and that's a great piece of advice from the both of you you know if you if you want to try this you know content create anything you gotta you gotta give it a go because you know things that you never would have expected that they can happen. Like you blowing up on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, or whatever, whatever it is. So um, I think that's just a really cool perspective to hear from you guys. Um, and I know uh, Jordan was talking about hooping, speaking of hooping uh, fellow Ravens fan, we hooping. Um, have you, have you been able to talk to him or, you know, get to know him or have you watched him or I, I just think oh, the dude's hilarious. Man. He's, he's kind of taking the, I show speed kind of approach and the sports, uh, you know, content creation. But what, what do you think about him?
1: Yeah, um, he's pretty cool. I've known him, uh, like not like personally. I've never like talked to him, but I've seen been watching his content a little bit since like twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. pretty cool. He goes crazy like with his yeah. like celebrations and his takes <laughs> and his videos. Like, oh my gosh, no, like he's just like I've seen like like he's like punching a Christmas tree and the Christmas tree falls on him and everything. Like, it's, yeah, no, he he just goes crazy, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah, cool and- though.
2: Nah, it's funny because he be like, anytime they lose, like every time like he, he, he'll he live stream his reaction to them losing a game or something like that. And he's always breaking stuff, like punching the floor, <laughs> ripping his jersey, like on the floor screaming. I'm like, what is wrong with this dude? Like he just be tripping. But nah, he, he's funny though. I give him that. He knows exactly yeah. what, to, what to do. Exactly. Yeah. That man's, that man's crazy.
0: jersey collection is insane.
2: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, his jersey collection is crazy. I don't know how he has that many jerseys. I was like it's like every time he has on a different jersey, I'm like, how does he have that yeah. many jerseys? <laughs> yeah. Um, Going back, I want to go back to the Broncos a little bit. Um, What's, you know, kind of your opinion on the Broncos' uh, decision, you know, to hire Sean Payton? And do you think the Broncos gave up too much, you know, in the trade to get him?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I think that was a great pick, like with pickup with Sean Payton and everything, you know, kind of like an old school kind of coach. And, you know, he's an offensive-minded coach. Like, I mean – with uh Drew Brees and everything, you know, they broke a lot of records and everything. So I think it's gonna be good. I mean, I think like people were kind of wondering, like I I heard that like he was like he kicked out Russell Russell Wilson's like mental coaches or whatever. But I mean, I think <laughs> it, I, I think that was just noise and I think so. I, I think it's gonna be really good. Like I'm I'm excited to watch the Broncos play and Russell Wilson. Like I think he's gonna be in the MVP form because he has like a coach, you know that that doesn't take you know any like baggage or anything, you know, he's just yeah. strictly mm-hmm. ball, you know, so I can't wait to watch.
0: Yeah. Well, what'd you think about that? Uh, that game last year, 10 to nine. That was one, <laughs> that was one game for sure. What, you know, in the fourth quarter, did you guys, did you think you were going to win that game?
1: Yeah. Uh, that was the game that Lamar got hurt. Yeah. So that was a little yeah. like, I was a little nervous, but man, <laughs> I just hate it. Cause it's like, Lamar is so much of our offense. So like when he went out and it was yeah. just that game, it was just it was exactly it was ten to nine. So we didn't have any offense and it was just but Hundley, he did show up though, that last drive and he let us in. So that was that was really cool. So I was I was gonna be so mad if we lost that game because I was like, you know, <laughs> No offense, but I was like, if we lose to the Broncos at home, I don't know what's going (laughs) on. Oh man, nah, (laughs) nah,
2: nah, that game was crazy. I remember, I was like, I was praying that like we would have won that game, and I just remember like that drive. I was like, I was like, I ain't tripping. I was like, deep is gonna get this stop. We are gonna get this stop, and I'm just seeing Tyler Huntley just pick up first down, first down, first down. I'm like. They about to score. Then they got to like the one, and I was like, "Yeah, we lost this one." But not nah, that. It was a good. To, to me, it was still a good game, even though Lamar got hurt because it was just a straight defensive game, just guys flying all over the field and everything like that. But it was still a good game. But I'm telling you, as soon if Sean Payton can fix his offense, I can't wait to see the Ravens because I'm 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 hoping Lamar stays. I just days the Ravens and Broncos used to be a good televised game, like it used to always be a good game. Yeah. Now it's just one sided. Yeah.
1: Exactly. There's been some classic games like. <laughs> One of my first games I ever watched was the divisional that we played against you guys. Yeah, me too. That was insane. Uh, it was like 35-35 in
2: overtime and everything. It was crazy. Man, that game, that game there, that was probably, yeah, i agree. That was like one of my, probably my second game ever watching like Broncos. Like I remember watching it and just going crazy. Trent and Holiday ran back those two kicks. And then the heartbreak came when Raheem Moore decided to backpedal Jacoby Jones <laughs> and it was just right into his hands. Flacco threw the hell out of that ball. I was like yeah that game was crazy i yeah that game that game's a classic yeah
0: what were you uh what were you thinking uh whenever you guys traded a joe flacco to us and basically basically got a steal
1: of that fourth round pick what what were you thinking after that trade man i forgot about that yeah i mean that was like kind of inevitable because like lamar like he led us in the playoffs and everything so he was going to be like the qb but i thought like flacco was also going to do good with y'all like you know so it is, like, yeah, is 2019, and I remember, I think it was, like, the Bears game where, like, you guys had a field goal or something at the end, or I, I don't uh, remember, yeah. but it was in Denver. But, yeah, and, like, and then after that, you guys just couldn't get it going, and then Flacco wasn't looking too good. so But I think it's, like, with Flacco, it's, like, you have to have, like, everything else right. Like, you have to have yeah. a good running game, good old line, you know, like a possession receiver on the outside for him to, like, really flourish. Or it's just playoff time, then he'll just go crazy. But, yeah, that's that's really it.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna. Lie. I wasn't a big fan of that Flacco trade. I did not like that at all. But it is. I still what it can't is.
1: believe we gave up a
0: fourth man. That's that's crazy.
2: <laughs> My thing was is that we uh we 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 traded a fourth for him and then traded DT for a fourth. I was like, let's make it make sense somewhat. Like it just doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, th- this is an interesting question. If you could put one player from each side of the ball on the Broncos on the Ravens, who would they be?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. So you're saying Broncos on the Ravens, right? Yeah. Dang, that's tough. Uh. Dang. I, I'm going to probably, for defense, I'm probably going to put, I'll probably put Patrick Sertain. I was thinking about Justin Simmons, but i put Patrick Sertain, just because mm-hmm. it, you can never have, like uh, like, yeah. extra cornerbacks. You can never not have mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, he's a baller. He's so underrated. I don't know why nobody really talks about him, but when I saw him go against Adams, yeah, he, he did he did his thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Offensively, offensively, mm, dang, I don't know. Oh, probably Garrett Bowles. Yeah, definitely for real. No line help. Yeah, I'll definitely bring him. We don't need Russ, so but I'll do, I'll get Garrett Bowles for sure. He's a dog. Hey man, we might
0: we might be shopping him, so let's let's get on the phone. You know what I mean. Hey man,
1: yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> we, we need that. <laughs> I was surprised uh, you didn't say Judy. Oh. Yeah, I forgot That's about a- that. Yeah, <laughs> him forgot, him yeah. and Lamar are close. Yeah, yeah, they're both from Florida and all that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fire.
0: Yeah, I think if uh, Judy would ever get pissed off, because he's he's gotten already pissed off a few times here. If we were to piss him off again, he'd probably be begging to go back to, um, or you know reunite with Lamar. So.
2: If he goes to Baltimore with Lamar, I'm not going to lie, it's 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 going to be scary. It's going to be scary because yeah. I, I keep telling people Lamar still has not had a top receiver yet. And I'm like people because people keep trying to put Lamar at like seven on these quarterback lists eight, like talk about his arm. I'm like, you see what Lamar does with Mark Andrews and he's a top out tight. end. I'm like, imagine what he does with a I'm like, I'm like, if they get him D hopped. Or any some other receiver in that market, like if they would have got like Amari Cooper or something like that, I'm like, bro, you realize Lamar's game would have been taken to the next level. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if the Ravens don't like re-sign Lamar Jackson, he goes to a team like the Dolphins. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that that's that's gonna lead me to my next question. You know, what's what's your opinion on the whole Lamar situation? Do you think he'll stay? And um another thing is, were you kind of shocked that you know the Ravens are just not paying them outright?
1: Yeah, so it's it's really shocking that it's been this long, but like I'll say like a hundred percent, like he's gonna stay. Like I don't see him, I don't see the Ravens trading him because, like, it's not like Lamar is a free agent right now; he can just leave. That's what a lot of people think. So he's gonna have to, you know, they can the Ravens can still tag him and everything. So he's definitely a hundred percent not leaving. But it's just I don't like it how it's like nothing has happened, you know, because it just gives time for like you know you know, rifting and like them arguing yeah. and all that. So I just want to get it done. And it's just, yeah, I just wanted to get it done. I, I think it's going to get done too. I think they're just trying to find like the right, like price range and everything, you know, with free agency and Ravens free agency and cap room and all that. But yeah, it's going to be good. Cause if I see one
2: more like Jersey swap <laughs> of Lamar Jackson, I might just start crying. Cause I, I can't take it. Yeah, it's Jersey sauce. They got him in Miami, Atlanta, uh, Carolina, all those teams, man. And the worst part
0: is he's like some of them.
2: Yeah, he's he's liking them, too. He's like, I wouldn't mind going there. I mean, me me personally, I'm kind of shocked because even um, Josina Anderson reported a few minutes ago that um, they're not close at all on any contract negotiation. I'm kind of shocked. I mean, if I was in Baltimore shoes, their general manager and everything like that, I would just outright pay him. I think like you kind of have to. I'm like, because I mean, if you can go the route of drafting a guy or trading him, swapping another quarterback, I just don't think you're going to find a guy that's going to be better than Lamar. I just feel like these teams, you just got to pay your guys sometimes. And I just feel like they should, because if Lamar Jackson leaves and goes to like the Jets or any one of those teams, that's like a quarterback away, he's going to take off and they're going to regret it.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, is that, like, Lamar, he's literally, like, the whole offense of the Ravens. So there's no way that, like, they're going to let him go. And then it's also, like, all these teams that want him. Like, there's a certain, like, game plan and a certain, like, personnel you need with him. Like, you need, like, a dominant tight end. You need, like, a good rushing attack and everything. So you have to change your whole, like, system. That's why I give kudos to the Ravens, you know, for really buying in. So that's really it. Yeah.
0: Dude, I'm telling you right now, if he, oh my, if he goes to the Jets with Nathaniel Hackett, I am so sorry for Lamar Jackson the rest of his career, because that is there's no match there, there absolute zero match there. I will feel, be, I will genuinely cry for him.
2: It's gonna be it's gonna be like the Broncos, but worse, man. It's gonna be worse, cause like, man, I ain't gonna lie, Nathaniel Hackett gonna have him. He gonna have Lamar Jackson. Lord have mercy. What
0: what does his uh, trade clause look like? Like if they were to end up trading him, does he get to go where he wants, or what does that look like? I'm not I'm not too sure on what that situation's like.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but I know he's on his rookie deal, so I, I would see. Okay, I would guess that he probably hasn't like have he doesn't have that much leeway. So I think like yeah. the Ravens will be able to do what they want with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. So he can't decide where he wants to go, but I'm if they tag him out here, I don't think he's gonna play on that tag. I think they're just gonna like I, I don't think he's gonna play on the tag. Yeah, I think he's out. gonna he's yeah, he's gonna pull like a Deshaun Watson and just sit out and just not gonna play. Cause I don't blame him. I mean, he went out there and played on that tag and then he got hurt, and it's like, yeah, like I gave him my all, but like I can't be risking myself out here getting injured and everything like that. So. If I'm Lamar, I'm just not gonna play until they give me that money, or unless you trade me, or just don't tag me and let me walk. Now that I'll be shocked by if they don't tag him at all and just let him just enter free agency unsigned, that I'll be shocked by because then that that that's just crazy. That's just like disrespectful. Like, yeah, we don't care about you, you can just leave.
1: Yeah, and that's what sucks. Like, I don't I wouldn't even play with a tag either. <laughs> but it's just like he's just so disrespected, just like as a quarterback. Like yeah. he's the first player like to win unanimous MVP. The fact that he even has an MVP alone in his second year, his first year, full year starting, he should it should have been done. Like it should have been done last year, It should have been done this year. It shouldn't be taking this long. Like they try to make it like, oh, Lamar is like representing himself. That's why he's taking it so long. But it's something about the Ravens front office that they just need to get it done. You know, it's second too long. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: was right about to ask you because it feels like that entire organization is kind of disrespecting him because I mean you can't help but notice they're not paying the guy. They're not they're not giving him the money that he needs or he deserves. Um they haven't, like Jordan brought up, they're not giving him any kind of wide receiver help. They just think they can get by with what they, you know, can poach off practice squads or sign his undrafted free agents or whatever. And they they just kinda and he still is having insane seasons. Like we thought he was gonna be the MVP this this last year before he got hurt. So It's absolutely insane the kind of disrespect he's had. Well, like I know you say it's a little frustrating, but like, how would you feel if he did go somewhere that he is appreciated? I know as a Ravens fan that would make you sick, but how would that just make you feel in that you know aspect of a a Lamar fan?
1: Man, I I seriously like don't even like thinking about it. But because like (laughs) he was like literally like my favorite quarterback. Like even coming in the draft, like when we first when I was watching the draft like twenty eighteen, like. I was hoping that we'd get Lamar. It was either Baker or Lamar. I'm sorry we didn't get Baker. But then they got they got Hayden Hurst. So I was like, oh, man. But then I went to bed, and then my brother, he, he like, the next morning, he told me, like, hey, like, the Ravens pick Lamar. And I was like, no way. And then he said that we got him. I was like, man, I was so happy. So, like, he's been, like, my favorite quarterback. Like, after Flacco, he's been my favorite quarterback forever. So to see him on a different team, like, I can't imagine it. I, I won't it just yeah. depends i need to see like what happens like if it's like i don't know if he gets traded or whatever like they don't re-sign him like in this time like off season i can understand that and i'll be fine with it but man um, i just i don't even want to think about it to be honest
2: yeah i want to say in your opinion do you think the ravens have done enough in terms of like getting him you know wide receipt you know enough help because you know i think i think they have i just think it hasn't worked out you know you got hollywood brown rashad bateman they drafted jk dobbins you know the officer line hasn't been terrible and they got mark andrew just in your opinion do you think the ravens have done enough to try to you know kind of build around you know the weapons around him because especially with the cap because you know they got a whole bunch of big-time free agents on defense
1: yeah i think personal personnel wise Like, they've – or not even personal, draft-wise, they've kind of, like – they've done the right thing in terms of drafting first-round receivers, like, you know, Marquise Brown and then Bateman. Marquise Brown, like, I think he would have been really good, but then, you know, he requested a trade, so you can't really do anything about it. And then Bateman, you know, he had a strong rookie season, and then his sophomore season, he was doing well, and then he got hurt. So it's just like, you know, there's nothing really you can't do. But then, you know, they drafted Mark Andrews, which is great. And then, like, I mean – they, and then they have D- Dobbins too as a run game and everything. So I think like they do give him help, but it's just, you know, yeah, I really it's think it's well. more of like the the offense, like in the offensive scheme, to be honest. Cause it's just like, I remember like his second year, 2020, his third year when they were just, they were running QB draw on third and 10 and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, he can do that, <laughs> but that's not his, that's not his, you know, his skill set really, you know. Yeah. So I think I, I'm happy that we got a new offensive coordinator. I think it's going to be great. So I I don't really think it's, it's – it is personnel for sure. Like they need a, a number one receiver. But the main thing is really just to have like a pro style offense, you know, like more, more throwing it, you know, Cute. RPO, that type of thing, instead of just, you know, zone read all the time. Okay. Yeah.
0: I saw, yeah, I saw you guys got the, uh, the OC, I forgot his name from, um, you know, Georgia, maybe that, you know, brings you guys some, uh, Georgia players. I know they're a powerhouse over there. So, and especially on offense. So maybe you guys can get some, you know, good recruits there to, to um, you know, Baltimore to help out Lamar, um, you know, you know, assuming he stays there. Um, Well, what's your kind of what's your kind of prediction that for uh, Lamar? Do you think he I know you I think I think you said you uh, you think he's going to stay. But um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to get tagged and then extend or you think they're going to surprise everybody and, you know, extend him in the next few weeks or
1: whenever it is? Or do you think they're just going to straight
0: up, you know, uh, look to move on?
1: Definitely not moving on for sure. I know 100 percent they're going to keep him. I just that's what I feel feel like. I think they're going to, you know. Sign him with the the deal that he wants. I think they're trying to see what Daniel Jones wants. I heard that like he might want like forty five million a year. I really hope that doesn't happen because it is. uh, Yeah, it's yeah exactly. It's crazy. So, but they're definitely gonna sign him on a big deal. I, I feel like they're they're taking a long time, but I feel like it's gonna it's gonna happen. I have hope.
2: Okay. Yeah, by Daniel Jones. They just said that um it's looking like it's gonna be end up being 40 million a season. I just think that's crazy. I'm like if he gets 40 million a season, I feel like Lamar did get at least fifty-five. That's just me. I feel like Lamar needs to get way more than that. But um I wanted to bring a little fun thing. Uh I was gonna do a would you rather with Lamar Jackson? Um, you know, I'm gonna just name some guys and you guys just say who would you rather? Um start it off, I'm gonna go Jalen Hurts. I'll take Lamar. I'll
1: take Lamar on that. Hurts is good, but I gotta go with Lamar I'll go I uh, definitely Lamar that's t- definitely Lamar,
2: yeah, I'm gonna go Lamar um number two Justin Herbert,
1: like I said, I like Herbert, but I'm going with Lamar it just with his running ability and his his throw throw on the run and everything I'm taking Lamar I like Herbert though but I'll take him I'll take Lamar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I like Herbert as well. Those are two guys that definitely, you know, offensive lines kind of end eh with uh, Justin Herbert. Herbert's got a cannon of an arm downfield, one of the best in the league. Definitely going Lamar though. The rushing ability is better, um, and he, he's he's underrated with his arm. So
2: I'm going Lamar. Yeah, I'm going with Lamar too. Same reason you just said, you know, he's better rusher, and I think his his arm is very underrated, especially his deep ball. Lamar be Lamar be putting that deep ball on on the money. A lot of people don't really be seeing that. Um, number three, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Man, that's tough, man. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, man, you guys really have to do that to me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna still go Lamar, man. Like, Ooh. in terms of like right now, like going into next season, like Aaron Rodgers definitely, like, he's probably like the second best greatest quarterback of all time. Not taking that away, but in terms of just like right now. I'll take I'll take like our next season I'll take Lamar.
0: I'm going Rodgers. I think the experience and every, I think he's still that guy. Just the wide receivers this past season, you know, not the best you know talent around him. Um, I think he maybe could have developed some better chemistry with those guys, and you know, it's kind of hard when they're constantly dropping balls or whatever. And we don't really know too much about you know. You know, Lafleur is still kind of a question mark, honestly, because you know we don't really know how much credit goes to Rodgers and you know Lafleur, respectively. But I'm going Rodgers. I think he's a more accurate quarterback, Um, and I, I just I just like Rodgers overall more better.
2: Yeah, for me, it's tough. I'm not gonna lie. I have them kind of like right next to each other. But I would say right now, currently, I would definitely I'll probably give it to Aaron Rodgers. I just think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, when you talk about impact, their impact is kind of the same. They both, you know, can lead teams to wins and everything like that. But I'm gonna go Rodgers just because I think he's just a more accurate. Like as a quarterback, he's more accurate, can make more throws, make more reads, and make audibles and things like that. Um, the fourth guy I'm gonna give you, Deshaun Watson. Dang,
1: that's rough. Um I like Deshaun, though, but again, I'm going to go with Lamar, but I'm going to say, like, Lamar's, like, right here and then, like, Sean's like, right under because I really like – like, his – Deshaun Watson's 2020 season when he was playing with absolutely nobody on a 4-12 and team and he was he, – I think he led the league in passing that year and, you yeah, know, he yeah. was going crazy. So, well, yeah, I know man. it was a slow start this year and everything because all the legal stuff and then, like, he started, like, middle week 13, so, you know. But he's going to be like one of the greatest when it comes when it comes yeah. like at the end of the day, he's going to be one of the greatest.
0: Yeah, if we're if we're basing that off of, um you know, just right now and not their primes, I'm definitely going Lamar. I feel like Deshaun is still kind of a question mark and we don't really know. What I expect him to be miles better week one than what we saw from him after he came back from, you know, the suspension. But, yeah, I'm def- I'm definitely going with Lamar. Um, even though, even though he's going to be coming off, a um, you know, an injury and I assume he's going to be, you know, fine with that here soon, but I, I'm going to go with Lamar. I, I believe in his, uh, his abilities, uh, more at this time.
2: Yeah, I, that's interesting. I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. I think when Deshaun is, once he gets start back clicking, like going to the season, once he gets like going, I feel like Deshaun is, he's top three in my opinion. I mean, you know, um, I talked about it. He's, he's a baller. Like he makes accurate throws, yeah. big money throws, and he doesn't need that much help around him. I think this year you just kind of see the rust. I mean, he hasn't played football in like a year and a half. So I mean, next year, and if, if they get him more weapons, I mean, he's already going to have Chubb, a good offensive of line, Amari Cooper. If he can get one more weapon, which I hope is D-Hop, but if they get one more weapon over there, then watch out for Cleveland, man, especially with that defense because Deshaun Watson can ball. Um, see, I'll give you two more. Um, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Lamar, that's, that's it. Lamar, <laughs> come on now. Easily Lamar. Easily yeah, Lamar. I'll go with Lamar. Now this one, this one gets a little tough. This last one, we'll go final Joe Burrow.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna go Lamar too. But I do like Joe Burrow, like his game manager ability and everything. Like I like, I like it. But I'm not saying nothing. But he has a lot of weapons to work with. You know, if, yeah, he if does. Lamar had, yeah. you know, top ten running back, top ten, really top one like receiver crew. You know, you, with Chase Higgins and Boyd, like that, there's no really wide receiver drills in the league like that. So I think you you give Lamar that, no, man. There's no telling what will happen. So I'll say Lamar.
0: I'm I'm going with Joe Burrow. I love Lamar. Don't get (laughs) me wrong, but the offensive line behind him, or the excuse me, in front of him, uh, says a lot. His pocket presence is better. I think his arm is better. Um, and if you're giving me, you know, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson in the AFC Championship game is on the line, I'm go I'm going with Joe Burrow. But that's no disrespect to Lamar. I think Lamar, uh, once he can stay healthy and they finally, you know, give him some, uh, you know, really solid weapons that can, you know, consistently stay on the field for him, I think Lamar is a pretty close uh, debate here.
2: I'm going to go Lamar for most of the reasons that Ayo said. I mean, you look at Joe Burrow, the supporting cast. I mean, the offensive line isn't that great. Obviously, we know it's kind of terrible. It's terrible. But I will say the receivers he had, the receiving unit, the running back unit is crazy. He's got two really good running backs. Nobody talks about P. Ron a lot. He's he When he gets in, he's solid. You got Jamar Chase, top Iowa receiver, in my opinion. T. Higgins, severely underrated. Teams are talking about talking about giving coming up a first-round pick for T. Higgins in the trade. Tyler Boyd is – probably the best wide receiver three in the league. And then they got Hayden Hurst. I feel like if you give Lamar an inch, not a, a little bit of what Joe Burrow has, like weapon wise, like what I also said, Lamar, I mean, cause think about it, like Lamar and him is competing for division titles with the weapons that he has. And the, you know, like with the Ravens and what they have already. So you give him weapons that Joe Burrow has, he's just going to take off to a different, take off to a whole different player. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah. So, um my final question for you and this has been a hot topic the last few days i want to kind of talk about these uh, nflpa report cards i'm sure you've seen a little bit of that um the ravens we uh, we saw that they got like a f f minus with the uh, strength staff I want to hear your thoughts on, on that I know you uh you know more about that than us uh, we saw Marlon humphrey uh even a former uh, Ravens wide receiver talking about how he had the same uh, knee injury as Lamar and they made him practice three days ago or three uh, days afterwards and that's just insane to me what what do you, you think about overall these uh, NFLpa report cards and uh the grades that your your Baltimore receive uh Ravens received
1: yeah I mean there's no surprise really I mean I thought we would be a little bit better, but we're like middle of the pack in terms of everything. But Mm -hmm. for strength, like I remember like 2021, I think we led the league like with IRs. Like I remember Marcus Peters went down, Lamar went down, Humphrey went down, like we Stanley, like our our whole and it happened the same thing in twenty fifteen. Like we had like thirty seven guys on IR. So I don't I don't I don't know what they got cooking down like in the in their strength (laughs) in their weight room, but man, yeah, it, it was it's pretty it was pretty interesting, but I I mean, yeah, I mean, hopefully it gets better because it's just like, you know, you got health is that's how you play, you know, so (laughs) that's the main thing It's just health. If you don't get that right, you know, you got no chance to win the game, win any games.
2: Yeah, Um. before we started, me and Amir was talking about, like, you know, with all the teams, and report came out that the Jaguars was having, like, rat infestations in their laundry rooms and stuff like that, <laughs> the Cardinals was making players pay for their foods, and I'm just like, I'm like, man, y'all are a billion-dollar teams, like, y'all are worth yeah. billions, and y'all are sitting here having rat infestations, and y'all stadiums and practice facilities, and, like, getting all these, like, the commanders were just awful, they got, like, F-minuses oh, yeah. on a whole bunch of their, I'm like, how, like, I, to me i just don't get how that happens like if you got all that money you just, it's no way the players should be still having to deal with this in the league like you know you think because I know these guys think they come into the league everything is top notch facilities be crazy and they get in there and it's just like bro what's going on like yeah it's crazy um but i would say my my last um question for you i want you to give me in order your top five cornerbacks in the league but first i'm, I'm gonna start with mine. Starting at number five, I got uh, I got Trayvon Diggs at five. Uh, I think Trayvon, he really improved. Now, last year, I didn't have Trayvon. I barely had him top 10, even though he did, he, did, he did lead the league in picks. But I just feel like his coverage wasn't really there. Like, he bit on a lot of balls, and he got thrown at, like, the most times in the league. But I think this year, he improved a lot on his coverage, his footwork, too. Uh, number four, I'm going to go J.C. Horn. I don't think – nobody talks about J.C. Horn enough. No piece. one does. I mean, yeah, his rookie year, he tore his ACL, but he came back in the games he played. If you watch like film, I watch film on JC Horn. He's smart. Like he be he baits a lot of quarterbacks, especially drop back in the zone coverage. And he's really good in man. Uh number three, I'm gonna go Tariq Rulin. And just for the reasons, I mean he's six four. I think he runs a four three or something like that. Something crazy. Um and just he's a but he's a zone corner which is still good but I mean Tariq Woolen he's just he's everywhere I mean you can't really throw to his side you can't really throw uh, over him you can't really throw underneath him because he's fast enough to get either one and he's tall enough to where you try to throw over him he can just jump up and pick it number two I'm gonna go Sauce I now number two and number one's kind of can go either way but I'm gonna go Sauce in number two it's nothing really wrong with Sauce like I don't see any flag in his game at all like I mean talk about man coverage zone coverage um, he's really just in my opinion, like one of the number two corner in the league, I don't, I, it's not really flaw and sauce game, really. I mean, he's just a rookie and he's already number two on my list. I mean, he's been balling, but number one, I'm gonna give it to Sertan. and I'm gonna just give it to Sertan because just the talent that he's played, like being a second year guy coming in as a rookie and he bought out, but just being that second year player and just came in and challenged Devontae Adams, challenged, uh, I think he played D Hop too, didn't he? Challenged D Hop and challenged a whole bunch of guys and just. DK and just took him out the game. You saw it did to Mike Williams on Thursday night. I mean, just, I mean, it, he, he went like four weeks where they didn't even throw a ball to his side. Like, didn't attempt to throw anything at him. Like, so, yeah, I'm going Patrick Sertan at one.
1: Yeah, that's a really great list. Yeah. I mean, but for me, uh, man, you left some guys out. But... For mm-hmm. me, number five, I'll probably go with, yeah, I'll probably go with Tariq Willen. Yeah. I mean, I like, I love corners that just, you know, they, they you know, they pick the ball off. That's really it, you know, because they have great hands and everything. He reminds me a lot like Sherman. Like Sherman, you know, is a little, no, Willen was a lot faster than Sherman, but Sherman, like, you know, he, he would catch the ball, you know, like that was it. Like he's not like the guys that would, like, you know, drop the pick or, you know, bat the ball down. Like he goes up and gets it. So I like that. But I'll say Willen, number number five. Number four, hmm, I gotta go with Lattimore down in New wow. Orleans. I mean, I think he's pretty like he's pretty pretty underrated. But I like how like what he does, and he has some battles with Mike Evans and stuff. It, it's always scrappy with him. So, but yeah, he he's he's cold. So, and then who number three? Number three, I'm gonna still say Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that, but I'm going to say Daniel Ramsey for number three. I mean, like, he didn't have, like, a great season just because, but, I mean, I think, like, most of this was blown, up, blown out of proportion. A lot of times, like, they'd be playing, like, cover four, and, this, and then, you know, there's the a deep touchdown, and they blame it on him, even okay. though that might not be his zone and stuff. But, yeah, he's definitely elite. I'm kind of hoping if maybe we can get him, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But I want him to come here so bad. Christ, <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. But I don't know why he would go to Denver. No offense, but yeah, now
2: nah, he's not coming to Denver.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then two and one, ah, I probably go Sauce. Yeah, Sauce is probably number two. Like I, I don't want to just like take him off the list because he's a rookie, but he was balling like from the jump. And he was really cool, you know, playing Stephon Diggs twice a year. You know, playing against all these elite receivers, Jefferson, all of them. So it was really cool. And number 1 uh shoot man I don't know number 1 there's there's so many good corners man I forgot to put Marlon Humphrey too You know what, I'm a, I'm going to switch it I'm going to say that Sauce is number 1 and I'm going to put Marlon Humphrey at number 5 so everything just bumps up yeah that's Okay Okay I feel like I I feel like I'm forgetting
2: people but yeah that's that's what I got right now so yeah That's good I'm surprised by Lattimore, but yeah, for for me, Ramsey, Ramsey was definitely, he's definitely my number six, though. Like, I don't think Ramsey had that bad of a year. I just think that all the guys I named, they had spectacular seasons, but for now, I mean, but Jalen Ramsey's still tough. Like, I don't think he took a knock in his game or nothing like that, but it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see where he goes.
1: Yeah, Yeah. definitely.
2: What about you, Amir? Would you say your top five are?
0: I'm going to go 1 through 5. So, mm-hmm. n- number 1, I got to start with the one and only PS2 Lockdown, best corner in the league. He is the clinic tape of the NFL. You got the top guys all of them, you know, basically saying that he's the dog and they they look up to him and just watch his watches game. And he's literally younger than these guys and you know, he's their example of tape. So, I think that enough says that, you know, as a Broncos fan watching him play this year, it was like watching like a second coming of like one of some of the greatest corners we've ever seen so definitely got to put him at number one i've you know stuck with that all year but I do think it is a very, very, very fair argument of sauce at number one. Um, I would have to give sauce like one B honestly, because he is yeah. unbelievable. You watch him play and it's like, he knows when your next like cut and your route is coming. Like it, it's kind of unbelievable. It's like, he inserts these routes from film, transforms them into his mind and like reads them off, you know, mid play. And just, you know, it's like, it's like watching art. honest, him and P- are like the easily the best corner we've had, you know, in a while. So, um, and it's honestly, unbelievable because they both have been in the you know he sauce is a rookie so that says a lot and then ps2's only been in the league for two years so um and he's going up some of the best wide receivers you know in the afc so they're both both those guys on yeah it's it's honestly unbelievable yeah. And, you know, for PS2 to, you know, already have two years under his belt and he's 22, he's got a all pro, uh, Pro Bowl. It's uh, unbelievable. And, you know, you can say the same for, uh, Sauce Gardener as well. So easily, I think anybody that doesn't have them as, uh, either their one or their two, uh, you're, you probably don't watch football. So, um, number two, uh, has got to definitely be, uh, sauce for me. Then number three, um, man. It, it honestly, I think I'm one guy. I'm surprised you guys didn't say. Maybe I'm just higher on him than uh, the both of you, or maybe I just missed it. But Darius Slay, I like Darius Slay a lot. Darius Slay yeah. is a beast. I I really do like Darius Slay. He, my honestly, he's right there. Um, Tariq Woolen would probably be around like my number five spot. Like Io, um, I I like Tyre, you know, Tariq Woolen, but um, I think more, you know, the most notable spot of his game is the see ball get ball kind of aspect um you know but I, I definitely do think he's on his way to being you know in that top three uh, conversation for sure um number three man it, it it really could go a multitude of ways um guy, i i'll go with darius slay he's a he's a monster um so one ps2 two uh sauce three darius slay Um uh, five is uh Tariq equal one for me and number four um that's that's the spot I struggle with the most. Um Marlon Marlon Humphrey is is a good he's a good debate here. Um Jalen Ramsey is as well. Well, also I really like Stephon Gilmore. I'll I'll defend him till the end of the end of the and you know end of the year. You know, he's he's an absolute incredible corner. Um but at, at, at number 4 I'm going to have to go with Jalen Ramsey. I think he I think he's still a really really good corner. Um so that that's my top 5. Okay. That's yeah, a solid list. Yeah.
2: yeah. It is. I like it.
0: All right, so yeah, uh, any other questions uh, we got for uh, IO today, Jordan?
2: Nah, I'm good. Um, well, no, one thing is um, what was this? I, think I was gonna say. Oh, if the Ravens do get Lamar, is there one free agent? I mean, I'm sorry, if the Ravens keep Lamar, is there one free agent that you you know be having your eye on that you know you want the Ravens to go out and try to get?
1: Yeah, man, there's a, there's a couple of them because I'm pretty optimistic. But if there's one person. Yeah, i will probably say, hmm, let me think. Yeah, i will probably say D-Hop. I mean, he's getting a little older, but, like, we need those type of, like, a, a receiver that can, that's just a possession receiver. You throw, you know if you throw it to him anywhere in his catch radius, he's going to bring it down. Like, I just remember, like, Anquan Bolden, 2012, you know, anytime third and long, Flacco could just throw it to him and it was easy, automatic completion. So yeah. we need a receiver like that. We don't really need any, like, speedy guys, any small guys. We need, like, a 6'3", six, 6'4", six, guy that's just going to catch anything. Yeah, so I
2: like, It's crazy. Like, if you go back, you know, like, three, four years ago and, you know, in the, the offseason, we're talking about Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins is on the trade block. I feel like that people would just go crazy. I just think nowadays people aren't surprised. Like, I'm shocked. Like, I, I want to see where D-Hop is going to go because – if he can just pair up with another quarterback like, you know, Lamar, Deshaun Watson, or just somewhere, some guy like that. Like, I don't want to see him go to New England. I'm sorry. I don't want to see him go to any one of those teams. I want to see him go somewhere where he's going to just catch a lot of passes and contend because he deserves it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, Io, anything you want to leave off before we uh, go ahead and close off this episode? It It was a joy having you on today, man. Seriously. Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I just say like, yeah, thank you for the invite, too. But I also like watching you guys content like I've been seeing in Broncos Avenue a lot. And like you guys appreciate really put it. in like the time and everything, like every single day posting and, and on all platforms, especially YouTube, Jordan, especially on your TikTok yeah. and everything like I, I really appreciate. I really like like watching your content and all that. And like you just you guys just put in the work. It's just that
2: simple. So I, I really respect that. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Hey, hey, but same with you, man. You know, like people, yeah, likewise. Man, yeah it, it's hard, you know, like f- being in college and stuff like that, like being a college student, you know, I got a job working and everything like that. It takes a lot yeah. of consistency and dedication to just, you know, post, you know, make content every single day. You know, like I, I just do it periodically as I go through my day. like if I'm walking to class or if I'm uh, <laughs> at work or something like that, I got time during work. I like make a TikTok or something like that. But, yeah, it's just fun, man. And just like how we talked about earlier, anybody who wants to get started, man, do not be afraid to do it. Have confidence going into it, man, because I promise you, it's fun. Like, it really is fun. Yeah. And it's worth it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I always tell people, chase your dreams. You know, don't do don't do do not something that, you know, you're, you're – I don't want to, you know, disrespect anybody's parents or anything. But if your parents are telling you to do one thing when you know you don't – you know, that's not in your desire, that's not your passion or your dream or what you love to do, then, you know – don't do that, you know. Do yeah. do what you love. Do you know? Put yourself in a good position. Obviously, like you know. Obviously, you know. Me and Jordan talking about we we both have two jobs. I work like thirty five hours a week, and I'm still trying to work on you know yeah. getting these podcasts out for you guys and stuff. And that's to you know support myself so that I can you know make my dream happen at the same time. But always have that long term goal in your mind of what you want to do and what you love. And if it happens to be sports content creating, and you know potentially be an NFL analyst or insider journalist, and um, whatever you guys want to do, you know do what you love do do, your, do what your passion is um because at the end of the day that's what's gonna make you happy and that's yeah. that's what this life is all about man you only got one shot at it so i would definitely say go for it if that's what you want
2: yeah um Yeah, like one thing I live by, man. You know, like you don't want to have to, you know, grow up and you know work and you know have that thing in your mind. You know, like on Sundays, like man, I do not feel like want to go into work on Monday. Like I don't feel like going into work. Like telling everybody, man, I hate my job, man. This person at my job, man, I can't stand them. Stuff like that. Like you should want to go to some, you know, you know, you should want to do something that you like. Like I want to be one of those people. Like man, I can't wait to go into work. Like I can't wait to go in there and talk sports and do this and do that. Like I I just don't want to be one of those people that's coming home not happy and just not happy with what I. I do like but that's just me i mean but everybody out there man apply that mindset i'm telling you because that's just it, it's a good way to think like just like I- anybody in college you don't know you know what you want to do take a time you know figure out what you want to do because i promise you it's gonna pay off later because when you go to when you're doing making money doing everything you want to do like you're gonna you're gonna want to do what you want to do and not what you have to do like not what you oh man i, I gotta get a job i'm gonna go work at a warehouse and i'm not i'm not saying working a warehouse is bad i'm just saying like you know like <laughs> You want to do something that you really want to do and not that you have to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Like, it's really just just follow your passion. And then, like, in terms of content, like, you know, if you want to get started, really just, like, make content that, that you know, that you're good at and also stuff that you just like. Like, I wasn't really just trying to, like, the, when I first started off, I wasn't trying to, like, chase trends or anything. Like, I legit, like, played Madden a lot. Like, I just graduated, <laughs> too, so I had a lot of time. So I was just playing a Madden a lot and made content off of that. And, yeah, so... Yeah, definitely. Like just chase your dreams. It sounds corny, but just chase your dreams. Like, you know, have a goal and just make sure it's a very defined goal and then just keep on working on it every single day yes yeah. i
0: yeah i love that we're having this conversation because you know the crazy the crazy thing is in this life is if you do treat chase your dreams and work your absolute ass off and you give it everything you got you're gonna get what you want and that's the that's the that's the crazy thing man that's a, that's the crazy thing you have so many people that give up too early and too early doesn't have to be just a week or even just a few years like it, it takes time like i've, I've yeah. been in this thing since 2018 and you know, I'm, I'm still working for what I want and, you know, it, it's baby steps. It really is. It's not always going to, like I said earlier in the pod, like it's going to, it's going to take time for sure, but you will, you will get what you want if you do work uh, for what you want. So
2: no, I, um, I that, agree. I, think, I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool to see what you're doing, man. Seriously. On your YouTube, yeah, your TikTok, it's, crazy. It, it's crazy, man. I was looking at your YouTube. You're popping off, dude. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it, man.
2: Keep, trying, yeah, keep, like, keep working on it. <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah hey look man just keep keep doing what you're doing and keep keep especially like just trying to you know keep putting your face out there you know so people can have a name to ray i I mean a face to ray off films you know what i'm saying so like anywhere you go people be like oh that's the dude from uh that's dude be posting the nfl content for real man
1: yes sir i'll do that for sure thanks (laughs) it's fire yeah, so that's gonna be it for
0: today's episode. If you guys are watching it on, on YouTube, leave a like and subscribe. Greatly appreciate it. Help us uh, continue to produce these episodes with plenty of guests uh, like IO and plenty others. Um, we have a few Broncos coming on pretty soon, actually within the next few days. Super excited for that. Um, and we also have a Super Bowl Fifty champion uh, coming on in you know the next week or so. So super excited for that one. Stay tuned as usual. It's gonna be a surprise. Um, don't want to you know uh, leak that yet, but. Um, that is coming, so make sure you have notifications on wherever you guys are listening—Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're over there, make sure to leave a five-star rating and, ma- you know, like I said, have notifications on so you don't miss any of these, you know, surprise episodes. Uh, but hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm your host Amir with my co-host Jordan and today's guest Io. Until the next one, peace. Peace out.